0: This is Geek Gab with your host, Doran and me, Daddy War Pig. We are back. Geek Gab for Saturday, November 18th, 2017. And today we are talking about Justice League, the brand new Justice League movie that was just barely released Thursday night. And uh, I suppose we should just absolutely get into it. Uh, I hated it. I thought it was the worst thing ever put to celluloid. What do you think?
1: Wow, that's a pretty strong recommendation to see it, Daddy Warpig. Pig. Uh, if it were that bad, I would recommend people see it. I just thought it was a bad movie.
0: Really? I, I'm just actually kidding. I absolutely, <laughs> That's almost the exact opposite of my, my actual opinion. Oh, um, good. We're, we're, we've got another
1: dis- episode where we disagree. This will be fun.
0: I thought that the... Well, let's back up for a second. Warner Brothers started trying to do what Marvel did with the Marvel Cinematic Universe to do their own cinematic universe, right? Everybody, well, I don't know everybody knows it, but most of the people likely to be listening to this specific show probably know that already. So they started off with Superman, uh, with a movie called Man of Steel, which was all about Superman, which is terrible, absolutely terrible. But it wasn't just terrible It was terrible in conception. Like the very core ideas they put into the movie were terrible ideas. Um, The notion of explicitly making Superman a Christ figure. The notion of throwing in the E.T. subplot of, Oh no, I'm so afraid if the world finds out you're an extraterrestrial, they'll want to kill you. That was stupid. And the whole Clark having to keep his uh, identity so far underground that he stands there and lets his dad get killed by a tornado. Just ridiculously stupid. 100% wrong for Superman's character. Clark Kent, Kal-El Superman, would never, ever, ever, in a million, billion years, just stand there and let Pa Kent die in a tornado, which he could easily say to him. There were
1: some uh, missteps made. Mistakes were made.
0: Oh yeah, and he and he murders somebody at the very, very end. Sorry, spoilers for you know four year movie, three year old movie. You Just have to live with it. Sorry, folks. Um, I yeah that can...
1: yeah that was a tough that was a, that was a tough start to the to the universe. Zack Zack Snyder doing the grim dark thing with Superman.
0: See, I think the problem was with Man of Steel is that you have all of these decades like literally decades of uh, 80 years right she so started in 1939 so almost 80 years of superman stories and you have this huge um this huge mound of not primary material but this huge mound of academic or pseudo academic or geek academic analysis of and commentary on the comics and i think that Zack snyder and a lot of other people spend way too much time reading about people talking about comics analyzing well you know superman is really a christ figure because of x and y and z and and not enough time actually just reading the comics when you go to make a comic movie you don't take all of this potential, perhaps, maybe, subtext and make it the explicit text of your movie. That's just not going to work. I think way too many people making comic book movies are embarrassed that they're making comic book movies. So they try to make fun of them, or in this case, they try to like bring all the interesting subtext and make it explicit text, and it just failed. Too much stuff going on, too many bad decisions. Oh, and Lex Luthor. Holy now, okay, yeah! Let's 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 get to Lex Luthor, shall we? Because because that's he's in Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. He's not in and, Man of Steel. But and 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 can I
1: just get this off my chest before you go? I I didn't see Batman versus Superman. So when when Lex Luthor makes an appearance in Justice League, I, I couldn't believe that they hired that little twerp, <laughs> uh, Eisenberg, right? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Who did an awesome job playing uh, an amazing uh, performance in *The Social Network* as Mark Zuckerberg, Lizard
0: Man, and also an amazing job in *Zombieland*. He's the the main reason why *Zombieland* is fun to watch. Worst casting for Lex Luthor. I could not believe they put that twerp sure. in that role. The, Go the, ahead. The twitchy, skinny, pale, wimpy dude sucks. Awful. This is an awful idea beginning to end, completely ruins Lex Luthor. So you haven't seen Batman vs. Superman at all? No. Okay, well, I'm going to spoil it, because I'm assuming our audience has seen it. So I want to talk about some of the things in the movies. These are going to be spoilers. You probably don't care at this point. Oh,
1: be my guest. I really don't want to see it.
0: He shows up in this movie, and he already knows the secret identities of both Superman and Batman right off the bat and is making fun of them in a conversation uh making subtle references to their secret identities and neither of them get it so he's like this dramatic irony machine for the audience He's just so completely wrong as Lex Luthor. That is not who Lex Luthor should be. Um, my favorite Lex Luthor, and I was talking with my relatives about this on our way to and from the movie. My favorite Lex Luthor was the Batman: The Animated Series Lex Luthor, or, or the other TV shows that came out after that in the same, you know, mil- in the same continuity. Um, he's big. He's beefy. Uh, he is threatening. He is imposing. He is intelligent. He is calm. He is not a twitchy moron. Absolutely awful. So, and then there was, then that was just the one awful thing in Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, just, We had we did a whole show about this. I'm not going to reiterate everything. If you want to know our opinions about it, uh, go back and watch our show on this subject but making Gotham and metropolis be basically two suburbs or two halves of the same city they're on opposite sides of a bay um, it just it was bad idea after bad idea Batman being way too violent blowing people up and shooting people. And branding people with the that's I mean literally like sticking hot metal on their skin and leaving a permanent brand on their skin just just tons and tons and tons of bad ideas. So those are the first two Warner Brothers movies. Then came Suicide Squad, oh. which I think I, you have seen.
1: Yeah, we did a whole show on that. They they they, they were going to continue with the grim dark sort of uh, you know, and it's a storyline about. A group of villains they're the antagonists it could have been dark and mean and brooding and violent and uh and will smith got a hold of it and the studios got a hold of it and they just chopped it to garbage it's just oh and now we're we're not even talking about i mean you've been focusing on you know narrative and, and characters and things that make sense i'm just talking about as a movie they just butchered it they just they chopped it to pieces the editing was awful um, they had two different tones where they're like, okay, this is way too... We don't want to do another dark thing. We want to have like the fun. Hey, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, look how much fun that was. Let's do that. They, um, just, they just
0: butchered it. So a lot of problems with that movie. I actually liked a lot of the movie, but there were a lot of problems with it. Um, and again, it was actually really popular. It did well in theaters. It did a lot better than anybody thought. Um, did far better for example than Ghostbusters a movie which came out uh, in the near vicinity that a lot of people try to set up as like the natural rivals that ghostbusters are gonna storm failed uh, ghostbusters failed but still it could have been done much much better and it was not it was not quite a full recovery from what the uh, what they had what Warner Brothers had been doing so after that came Wonder Woman and we've done a show about Wonder Woman. So you may be sensing a theme here. Folks. Okay. We did a show about Man of Steel. We did a show about Batman versus Superman. We did a show about Suicide Squad. And we've we done a show about Wonder Woman. So maybe I'll include the links below. But you can go find those and, and listen to them if you're more than interested in our opinions on these previous films.
1: Yeah, but we had hope, right? Because Wonder Woman is an okay movie. I didn't
0: think it was particularly good, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't a super spectacular movie. It isn't as good as a lot of people are saying. And uh, for various reasons why they're saying it, but it's still a decent movie. It's an enjoyable movie. It had good moments in it. Um, And it wasn't as egregiously bad, nor as unremittingly dark and grim as the rest of the Warner Brothers cinematic universe. So... Wonder Woman at least, was a competently delivered film beginning to end and thus come out has come out as the best of all the detective comics, DC, uh, extended universe is what they're calling it. They're not calling it a, a cinematic universe because that would be copying Marvel too much to call it a cinematic universe. So they're going to call it an extended universe because that little bit of difference will completely fool you as to what they're trying to do. So now, After Wonder Woman, um, which again was very successful, we have Justice League, which uh, you hated so much you've issued death threats against the director. Am I right?
1: Uh, Which director?
0: (laughs) Here's the thing.
1: We knew that it was going to be trouble going into it because they replaced Zack Snyder, the director, partway through the movie, partially because he had some personal family problems. Like serious family emergencies. And, you know,
0: specifically, yeah, Zack Snyder had completed primary photography on everything. The movie, the raw footage was done. They had enough to edit the movie and put it together. Um, his child uh, committed suicide. And so he left for a very good reason to focus on his family, on himself. Cause I can only imagine that would be absolutely un- insanely devastating. And um, then they brought the other director in. He's a little guy. He's done a couple of small indie projects. You may not even recognize his name. Who, who was it? I'm not sure I can even remember.
1: I, I'm sorry, I don't. You, you really I, don't?
0: I no. It was Joss Whedon.
1: Oh, is that so? I, I, I knew that they brought him in for writing. I didn't realize uh, he was also directing at the end because he's he's, co- he's he's co-credited on the script.
0: Right. They brought him in to reshoot and reshape the movie because it was originally, and we don't know, because no one has seen, or, and I don't even know if they made a cut of the Zack Snyder, anything more than a rough cut of the Zack Snyder vision for Justice League. But they brought Joss Whedon in to do some reshoots and to reshape the movie. So he rewrote, at least some of the movie, enough to get a writing credit, reshot a bunch of stuff, and so we, I have no idea how much or how little he contributed to the tone of the movie. I will say this.: Yes, you do. You know exactly how much. The because very first seen in the movie, the, the cell phone footage of Superman that looks so weird. The reason why it looks weird is because Henry Cavill was actually in the middle of shooting a different movie when they called him back for reshoots and he had a big mustache that he grew for this other movie and they couldn't get him to shave it off. Warner brothers didn't have enough pull for their flagship movie to get him to shave off his mustache. So they had to erase it digitally. And that's why his face looks so funny. So weird. Well, that's uh, so funny. I, I,
1: I wouldn't have, uh, honestly, I wouldn't have noticed that if, uh, if I didn't know that going in.
0: I didn't know which part of it it had, but as soon as I saw it, I thought, oh, that looks awful. That must be when... And I heard yeah. other people in the audience say the same thing, so... Um, it did look pretty bad. That, that cell phone bit at the
1: very beginning of the movie was bad.
0: So Joss Whedon they bring in to reshape the movie.
1: I And I, I gotta go back and, and uh, I mean, what you said, you know exactly how much influence he had and what influence he had because... All the editing and all the all the studio meddling in the world couldn't stop you from telling which scenes were done by Zack Snyder, which scenes were done by Joss Whedon. The the tone shifted back and forth repeatedly throughout the movie. Every stupid flash gag or cutaway reaction shot or you know witty banter scene. You knew when you were in Joss Whedon's world. And then when you go back to the you know, dark, brooding, doubting sort of character, contemplative study scenes. That's all the Zack Snyder stuff. And the the film just went back and forth between the two. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it did not. Uh, there's a couple of great examples in there. There's a like a, a conversation between Lois Lane and uh, Mrs. Kent. You know, that gets sort of really awkward. They sort of throw in a, you know, pop culture kind of joke there that's and they both have an awkward moment and the whole audience was awkward too the audience i was in laughed at a couple of the stupid flash jokes but that one we were all just sort of uncomfortably nodding our heads like yep that was that was kind of a joke all right (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i'm talking about right
0: yes yeah i don't remember the exact joke but i remember that moment in the movie
1: uh, yeah, it was it was played to be really awkward, like cringe comedy, and the audience did not bite. We we did not bite. It was not funny. Um, so some of them kind of worked. There's a I've heard people uh, complain about a scene where uh, Wonder Woman pranks Aquaman with the lasso, right? Like it's it's off camera. He starts spilling his guts, and then you know it's real. That uh, you know she had the lasso on him. Uh, that was actually kind of funny. So sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. But the, the,
0: the tone shifted back and forth throughout the whole movie. Um, so this is my opinion of the movie, if I were to sum it up. Is that it? the first third of the movie doesn't quite work for me. <laughs> um, it was pretty much what I expected. I'm like, oh, okay. There's going to be another Warner Brothers movie, another Warner Brothers DCEU movie. I knew what I was getting into. Let's just get it over with. And then about a third of the way in, I realized abruptly at some point that I was actually enjoying the movie. Um, And then I enjoyed the rest of the movie. I'm not saying it's a... It's better than Age of Ultron, for example.
1: Hmm. I didn't think much of Age of Ultron so that's that's a, that's a tough one to
0: Yes, yeah, so I didn't to. like Age of Ultron very much. I thought it had a, some great ideas, a lot of bad stuff and and just too much other crap shoehorned in that didn't make sense just to set up for future movies. Um that they ended up going like Thor Ragnarok. They set up Thor Ragnarok and ended up going in a different direction in Thor Ragnarok anyway. So that entire sequence didn't even need to be there. There was no point. Um so, yeah, I enjoyed the last two-thirds of the movie. I, I actually ended up with a positive experience in the movie. The race scene that pops up at one point, and, and that's the other thing is there's a big major plot point that comes about halfway through that, I, that wasn't spoiled for me when I went and saw the movie, and if it had been, uh, I might not have liked it as much as I did because it was a kind of abrupt shift for me, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that part of it. Uh, especially because a lot of the things they were hinting at in Batman versus Superman that they were going to be doing in this movie to set up the next movie didn't happen. And so a lot of the things I was, um, a lot of the things I was kind of worried about didn't, uh, didn't happen. Um, So Yeah.
1: Hey, I I just got a message from the chat before we get my reaction.
0: Uh, Someone said that there's no stream. I have no idea what could be going on. It says live. It says it's broadcasting. I I have no idea. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah.
1: I I refreshed and it says it's still waiting.
0: Um... (laughs)
1: I'm pretty sure we've just been talking to ourselves. It's been a fun sh- fun chat. <laughs> yeah, I-, I refreshed. I don't have a stream.
0: I have no idea what could be going wrong. And it
1: says we're live too.
0: Yeah, it says we're broadcasting. Hmm. Technical
1: um, difficulties. Well, do you want to wrap up real quick, and then maybe we'll redo the show if we can't get it uploaded.
0: Yeah, if it uploads, then we'll be fine because there's no other backup. So
1: great. Well, know. well, well. Let's continue then. Uh, I think back to the movie. I think. Uh, there were parts that i enjoyed and and parts that i didn't i didn't think the narrative was satisfying i thought it was i thought it was uh, was poorly written uh, and i thought it could have been good or at least watchable one way or the other unfortunately uh, i got the feeling that there was the same sort of studio meddling that happened with suicide squad the end result is better than suicide squad quite frankly but it had the same sort of tonal shift problems that i was talking about earlier And I think the big thing that the movie set up with it's, you know, that opening that you didn't like, you know, the first third of the movie was sort of, you know, dour, maudlin, you know, this is the world since, uh, you know, the events of Batman versus Superman, you know, what's a world without Superman, that sort of thing. And, you know, the Justice League sort of has to pull together and defend humanity from the new threat without having Superman on their side. and. In the second half of the movie, instead of building up to that great, you know, hopeful, you know, finish, that climactic finish where they, you know, save the world, of course they do spoilers, right? You know, it, because the tone shifts to that Joss Whedon sort of, you know, group of superheroes, this is all too easy for them, you know, let's just kind of have fun while beating up the bad guys action, the, the same thing that uh, the, was in the Avengers it loses all of its emotional impact. There is no emotional impact for the second half of the movie. Anything to sort of make up for that really downer of of a beginning. You know, they start on on a down and then they, they hit a point where, okay, the team's assembled. Now let's have our witty banter and everything like that. And it plateaus. You don't get that emotional high. And... Which is something maybe if Zack Snyder had been able to complete the whole thing without any interference, maybe it wouldn't have been a good movie. But it would have been a consistent movie. It would have done what he wanted to do. Um, It wasn't as much of a mess as Suicide Squad, but I think that, uh, much like Suicide Squad, there was a good movie in there. And it just, it got spoiled by too many people with their hands on the, on the finished product. Um, you know, for that, for that reason, and the, the, uh, what would have saved it would have been fun and interesting action sequences and everything like that. They weren't bad, but I think all the, uh, you know, between the bland characters and the flat CGI, it was boring. I thought the action was boring. Which, honestly, that should probably be a, a criminal offense in the state of California to have <laughs> the Flash, Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman fighting a big bad guy, and for it to be boring. That's how I feel about it. It's a shame.
0: Well, I I, I wasn't bored. Um, it's not the best superhero movie I've ever seen, but it definitely is far better than... I would say it's better than any other DCEU movie, and it certainly is far less grim than the vast majority of them. Um, And the last two thirds I thought were, I enjoyed myself. And uh, really, which was more than I expected going in. Because I did not expect to enjoy myself going in. Because unlike you, I have seen Batman versus Superman. And sitting through another movie like that um, would be... uh, would be awful um, all right well let's go ahead and wrap this up and see if uh, if this blew itself up or if everything's okay um, yeah I, then... I, well I, I hope so it's it's too bad
1: because we had a few people uh, in chat uh, listening along but uh, I guess they can listen to the show after
0: yeah assuming it <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be a geek gab without technical
0: difficulties. We were doing really well there for a while. By the way, um, Justice League on Rotten Tomatoes is at forty percent from critics, but eighty-six percent from the audience. So,
1: yep, Tip- typical. I mean, it's 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 not a good movie. I would I wouldn't expect critics to like it at all, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be enough people who sort of enjoy the fun action that. Uh, I could see taking a kid to this movie. is very PG-13 action.
0: Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this is Geek Gab. And uh, talking about Justice League, we will be back.